0: on air and online at theticketfm.com brought to you by mary ellen's food for the soul this is on the block with strick and austin welcome to it on a friday a couple hundred miles apart. I'm in Lincoln. Stricky is in Boulder getting ready for Huskers and Colorado. We'll have plenty of Huskers and Buffs talk. Don't you worry, but we got to get you set for a full weekend of college football and NFL football. It's back. It's in full swing, full college weekend, full NFL weekend. Uh, The only other way to make a full weekend even better is to make yourself feel full with a great meal from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Check them out at 27th, 29th and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. Again, great way to celebrate a win. Great way to uh, forget a loss, knock yourself out, take a nice nap after enjoying some Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Strickey, you're awake. How you doing? How's the flight? How's Boulder?
1: Uh, The flight was good. Rested good. It is an absolute beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky. The breeze, the weather... Just take it in, fresh air, man. It's it's good. It's it's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow as well. Going to head out to Blur, probably catch up with Jay and the guys uh, uh, soon, and uh, get to hang out with an old high school buddy, Sasha, Sasha Shepard, uh, as well. So it's 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 good. It's going to be a nice little time. It wasn't a nice little
0: time for the Kansas City Chiefs last night. They only put up twenty points in week one. The the young upstart Detroit Lion Cubs storm into Arrowhead Stadium. They walk out with a win. Strick the big story. Uh, last night was Kadarius Tony. just how, how bad he was, but despite that, despite Travis Kelsey being out, despite Chris Jones watching the game from a suite so he could be there for the banner raising but not actually playing, the Chiefs had every opportunity to win this game. They didn't convert a third down in the second half. Uh, Mahomes was fourth and 25, miracle pass you know hit sky more in the hands he couldn't haul it in and some really questionable decisions from Andy Reid despite everything that went wrong Kansas City had a chance to win that game
1: yeah i mean that that was some of the things we talked about we expected them to um possibly have some difficulty without their chain mover their chain mover is Kelsey like it's not necessarily all the big plays but it's the moving of the chains like you said lacking of uh getting the lack of getting third down um uh completions throughout the uh the game hurt the team and uh the same thing of just not being able to just get it done the big interception the big return those things meant the difference of this game but at the same time you've got to give uh, the Detroit Lions credit I mean their team that beat the reigning Super Bowl champions and ended the second longest active winless streak in season openers, mm-hmm. right? So that was big, just for the organization as a whole. It's like a, it's like taking a new step. This is the same step that we're hoping that the Huskers uh, were able to make against Minnesota. But I think Denver. I, I, I said it earlier, man. I said Denver. I mean, uh, Detroit is a team that you've got to watch out for. They're, they're, they're not what you expected. I think, if I remember correctly, the last five weeks of the NFL season last year, uh, the Denver. I mean, the Detroit Lions covered mm-hmm. i i bet them i bet them when we were doing you know the games and stuff with rico and them i i would bet the lions to cover because they're just they're going to be a fighting group and that's what they've been and that's what they showed in this game great resilience um you know you, you're getting to see guys like um um ahmad i mean i'm sorry not not ahmad, i'm sorry um, Evan ross st brown amon russ um, amon ross st brown you know you're getting to see guys like that just emerge uh, I hate when I stutter <laughs> on the names like that. Uh, it kills me. But yeah, you get to see guys like that just kind of make plays, um, step up. Golf is doing what he does on the regular basis. Is just taking care of the ball. I mean, what I think it's like three hundred and forty-nine or so um, pass attempts that he's made where without throwing an interception. So those things are phenomenal. Like, oh, that's it. Uh, it's the third longest NFL history. 359. 359 consecutive passes. Three, now count mm-hmm. that. 359 consecutive passes without an interception. That means he's going to take care of the ball. He's going to give them a chance to win games because he's uh, he he's 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 hitting the right targets. And when he's not, he's not missing so badly that it's going to cost the team.
0: Absolutely. So. Detroit, huge springboard win for them, getting those streaks you know taken care of. They capitalize on some of those miscues from the Chiefs, and I think that's what good teams do, right? They have that kind of arrival moment. We've seen the Chiefs back themselves into corners before, find ways out of it. Detroit didn't let them, right? There are moments the Chiefs could have, but Detroit holds on. You tip your cap to them for that. The flip side of this, though, Strick, is— Seeing what I did on Twitter from the, the fans and the accounts I follow, the, the friends I've talked to about this game, they're absolutely despondent. They're like, this, this is a wreck. This is terrible. We saw this coming a mile away. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't good for the Chiefs, but it's week one against an out-of-conference opponent down your two best players, right? If you're going to, to lose a game, You'd rather lose this one than Jacksonville, who I think wins the South, who's going to be in contention for a first round by or hosting in the first round at the very least. And it's a conference game, so it means more when it comes to tiebreakers. I think the Chiefs are going to look back at this one in January and laugh. And I'm sure it's disappointing, but the sky's not falling for them. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They're going to be fine, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we we said it, though. We said this was just really... Even win or lose, this was an opportunity for other players to step up. We were hoping a guy like Kadarius Toney would do so, but mm-hmm. ends up being the one where the the, pl- the, the ball was deflected and intercepted, <laughs> therefore returned for a touchdown. He happened to be a part of that. But other than that, I mean, um, they were hoping to see some things, uh, like Rasheed Rice, mm-hmm. um, you know, made a play or two. Um, you know, you're hoping that a guy like Marquez Valdez-Scandling would, would also step forward um but guys like Justin Watson you know just they're just hoping for somebody else to pop out of there um and so we'll see you know if this continues on but I think it's just a good lesson it's something that they can grow and learn from and they're going to have growing pains until they figure out what's going to happen with Kelsey it's just going to be what it is it's the same thing that's going to be on the defensive side um you know when you need a stop or when you need a big play usually guys like um um, like Jones on the team Chandler Jones, so you know guys like that are are the ones that would normally step up. But I mean, sorry, Chris Jones. Chris Jones gosh, yeah. I keep forgetting. Um, Chris Jones is one of those type of guys that would make plays when it comes down to it at the end of the game, and mm-hmm. they just didn't have it this game, and that's okay. They're, I I think you're right. I don't think this is something that's gonna. They started off bad before, and they've they've recovered and and end up making long runs into the playoffs. So they've got the same chance to do that.
0: To your point, someone has to step up at some point in that receiving core, even when Kelsey does come back. The defense was fine. The defense only gave up 14 points with Chris Jones gone. But that's a question I want to pose to you, Strike, as we wrap up this segment. Chris Jones sitting there watching this game from the suite, seeing it play out the way it did. Does the result give Chris Jones more leverage, less leverage, or does it not really
1: change anything? Um, I I would say it doesn't too much change anything because of the fact that the defense did perform. They played well. Um, I think he could look at it from a standpoint of uh, approach it from a standpoint of leverage of that. We could have been better. You know, we could have actually shut them down even more. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I don't think it moves the needle.
0: I think he points to the end of the game and says, I don't let them run for that game ceiling first down. I find a way to get a sack and, you know, make them punt from further back. But I think the Chiefs say, look what we did the first 58 and a half minutes, right? We we allowed 14 points without you there. So I think both sides can use this game and point to different examples, which is why I'm with you. I don't think it moves the needle all that much. We'll dive back into the NFL, uh, give some of our better week one matchups that we're going to be watching here at the end of the hour. Busy college football weekend, though. There's a lot of interesting games on, including one tonight just down the road in Lawrence, Kansas. This next segment will run you through the full slate of college football games, what to be watching this weekend when you're not watching Nebraska-Colorado on Saturday. He's Eric Strickland in Boulder. I'm Austin Norman here in Lincoln. This is On the Block in 93.7 The Ticket.